0: Good morning. It's great to be here this morning with you online and it's a privilege to be able to share the word of God with you this morning. Last week Pastor David spoke around the part of the Christmas story where we encountered the wise men who had come from the east and if this was a TV series sometimes you start the program and the introduction gives you the end of the story and then it says previously And today I'm taking you to a previously, I'm taking you to an earlier time in this Christmas story. And I'm reading from Luke chapter two, verses one to seven. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant, of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He travelled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in and strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no lodging available to them. As I was praying beforehand and thinking about today, I sense God speaking to me two words, and the words that he spoke to me were these, be prepared. And as I thought on the scripture passage that we've just read, I actually thought it doesn't really seem that Mary and Joseph were that prepared. I mean, Mary was heavenly pregnant. They'd traveled to Bethlehem along with everybody else who had been ordered to go and register in their ancestral town. But they hadn't even thought to book accommodation for when they got there. they travelled. She was heavily pregnant. We don't know if the baby was early, but we do know that he was born in God's perfect time. But they weren't prepared for a baby to be born. There was no baby bag packed. There was nothing that they had for that baby. And as we can see as we go on in the story. You know, if you've ever had a baby, you know that you pack your baby bag weeks in advance. It can be up to eight weeks in advance. And you have everything perfectly planned for that baby. But Mary and Joseph had made no preparation that we can see in this story. And as I prayed, I began to realise that I was looking at the story With the eyes of my own understanding. And that what my eyes were focused on was the stuff. Stuff. Things like hotel rooms, baby clothes, nappies. My mind was thinking of the stuff. And I think, if we're honest here this morning, we all do that, don't we? We get to focus on what we see, and usually that's the stuff. Christmas is coming, and although We've been told it will be different from any other Christmas that we've had. I'm sure that we're still thinking about the family, the dinner, the Christmas tree, the presents. And we want everything to be perfect and in order. Yet I've realised that God's idea of perfect and God's idea of order is so different from ours. He says in Isaiah 55 verse 8, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord and my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. I mean, a long journey to Bethlehem, when you're heavenly pregnant, wow. I lived seven minutes from the hospital when I was pregnant and went to go in the car, and honestly, I was in the edge of the seat. I felt every bump in the road, I felt every dip in the road, and I couldn't wait to get to the hospital. My nursery was prepared, the cradle was built, The changing unit, the pram, everything that you would need and more for a baby. Yet God's ways are different from our ways. His thoughts and his ways are beyond anything we can imagine. I mean the king of kings born in a lowly stable. We only strips of cloth for his clothes. And a wooden box for his bed. And you know what I've realised? I've realised that God does not put value on stuff. God puts value on people. And today, I believe that God wants to challenge us. You see, God had a plan for Mary and Joseph. He had a plan for Jesus' birth. And he's got a plan for you and me. But are we prepared to follow his plan, his way, or are we following our own ways and our own plans? And the first thing he asks us this morning is, is your heart prepared? As I thought about Mary and Joseph, I realised maybe... They hadn't prepared all the stuff needed for a baby to be born, but they had prepared their hearts. They had surrendered their hearts, their attitude, their will, their plans to the Lord. And we can see that by their reaction, because their attitudes around what happened at the birth of Jesus and the situation that they found themselves in, that they had already surrendered their hearts to God. Way back when the angel appeared to Mary and told her that she would become pregnant with Jesus, she replied, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be unto me according to your word. You can read that in Luke 1 verse 38. Joseph had also surrendered to the will of God when he agreed to marry Mary as directed by the angel. And even though the timing and the circumstances around the birth of Jesus weren't perfect, and were maybe a bit unexpected. They're in that locally stable, even though they must have been exhausted for the journey and a bit discouraged. There were no tantrums, no strops, and you can wonder why, but I believe it was because they had prepared their hearts. This morning, have you prepared your heart or are you too busy preparing stuff? Are you prepared for the unexpected or are you just prepared for the moment? for the here and for the now. Earlier this year, COVID-19 struck and it was unexpected. But was your heart prepared for it? I asked myself this morning, was my heart prepared for what was coming? Are your heart, as your heart, as my heart, are we surrendered to God that we can trust him at all times and in all things? Or have we spent so much time and put our trust in the houses, in the homes that we've built, in the careers that we've strived for, in our financial security, in our families, striving to build a perfect life that we think we can make. The family we are raising, always trying to get it right, always trying to make it perfect. And in the midst of that, have we forgotten that the one who holds it all together... The one who actually causes the earth to spin and the universe to be in place is Jesus and not us. And certainly not the stuff that we have. You see, we can have everything in order. And life can seem perfect. And then wham! Something happens. COVID-19 strikes. And all of a sudden, people have lost their jobs. Family relationships have broken down. And even this week, people have heard news that they're going to lose their jobs. Others have heard diagnoses of terminal illnesses, serious illnesses. And all of a sudden, the stuff that we put our trust in can't sustain our perfect lives. Matthew 6, 33 says, seek the kingdom of God and all else, above all else, and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. You know, God's asking us this morning, have we prepared our hearts? Have we surrendered them to his plan and his ways? You know, God wants you to have stuff. God wants you to have stuff but he wants above all else your heart to be set in him. The second thing he asks us this morning is have you prepared your ears? Your ears? You see Joseph and Mary had both heard from God. They knew that they were in his will and then when they were facing their journey to Bethlehem arriving tired to find there was no room for them at the inn, at the hotel, at the bed and breakfast, at the caravan site There just was no room for them. They were confident in the God that they had put their trust in. They had heard from him and they knew that he was in control. Do you know if God's given you a promise this morning, if God's spoken to you this morning, you can trust him. You can trust that he will bring to pass what he's promised. And Mary and Joseph had the confidence that God would be enough and that he was their protection and their provider. They had heard it from God. This morning, I wonder if you've heard God speaking to you. Do you listen when He speaks to you? Do you hear what you want to hear? Or do you hear what He is saying? I've been accused in the past by someone who will remain nameless but normally sits next to me in the front row of not always listening. They say that I'm sometimes too busy thinking of my answer that I don't hear what they're saying but you know Mary and Joseph had heard what God had said and you know it wasn't easy what God was asking for them to do it wasn't really that pleasant she was unmarried living in times where that was such a terrible thing and had terrible consequences for her and her family Joseph also had made the decision to believe what the angel said and he married Mary even though that would mean people in their town and in their village would probably think that he'd been naughty. Yet they both chose to surrender and trust God and his plan. They knew he was faithful. They trusted he would work out everything for their good. And this morning I want to say to you, wherever you are listening, God has a plan for your life and he will always work things out for your good. If you will only trust Him, believing and obeying God's word was costly for them. And I wonder when was the last time that hearing from God cost you? Have you ever heard God speak to you and obeyed, even though it would cost you? Sometimes hearing God's word and doing what He asks might cost you friendships, it might cost you your popularity, it might cost you your reputation, your security your comfort. Sometimes it means that you have to go against the flow, stand out for the crowd and go against the trend. I wonder this morning, have you ever heard God and done and obeyed when he's asking you to do something difficult? Or do we only hear what we want to hear? Do we change what we hear God saying or what we read in his word to fit what we want? Do we take that verse in scripture and twist it? to fit our ways and our thoughts. When was the last time you did something for God that you didn't really want to do? This morning, have you prepared your ears? Are you prepared to hear what God is saying to you? And finally, lastly, are you prepared to go? You know, when we hear God speaking to us, it usually looks for a reaction. He's usually looking for some action. And I wonder this morning, are you prepared to go? After Jesus was born and the wise men had visited, an angel appeared to Joseph in a dream and told him to take Mary and Jesus into Egypt. Matthew 2, 13, 14 says, After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother. The angel said, stay there until I tell you to return because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with a child and Mary his mother. As I thought about this, I realized that when Joseph and Mary set off for Bethlehem, they weren't expecting to be away for a long time. They'd, Joseph was a carpenter, he had a business and he had probably cleared his diary for the amount of time that he thought it would take To go to Bethlehem, get registered, rest for a few days and make their way back to Nazareth. And then God spoke. He probably had other commitments back in Bethlehem. Yet when God said go, he obeyed. This morning are you prepared to go? Are you willing this morning to leave behind the stuff and go? Are you willing to leave your past Are you willing to leave your present, all those things that are so familiar, all the stuff that makes your life comfortable, in order to go where he asks you to go? Joseph went in order to save Jesus from Herod, who was going to kill all the baby boys, in order to get rid of the king he saw as a threat. Are you willing to go to save your family, to save your friends, to save your community, Are you willing to step out of fear and step into faith? Are you willing to go? You know, COVID-19 has lasted longer than we all thought. It came unexpected and it stayed for unexpectedly longer than we thought it would come. But you know, if if I've seen something and learned something, it's that I'm certain that I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And I believe that through these last months, I have seen the goodness of God. Because what I've seen is the church, the church of Jesus Christ, stepping up and going. As part of um, South Yashire Food Bank, I get to network with a lot of organisations and churches. And I have been amazed at the things that people have been doing churches have stepped up, they're delivering meals to people in their homes, they've helped the council to deliver boxes to the people that were shielding. I've seen organisations like football boys clubs, like different people, all getting up and going for others. And I am certain, and I'm sure, that just as I've seen the goodness of God in the land of the living, I'm still going to see in the future days the goodness of the God in the land of the living. And I salute the NHS and all that they've done. But I salute the volunteers who have done and gone beyond people stepping up to help others. You see, by Joseph going and taking Jesus and Mary into Egypt, he was obeying the word of God. He got to be part of God's great plan to save mankind. If he hadn't gone, God would have found another way. But Joseph... When he heard the voice of God When he heard what God was asking him to do He got up and he did it And I wonder today Are we willing Are we willing to be part Of God's plan to save mankind For God's plan to save our generation For God's plan To see our families coming to salvation To see our neighbourhoods changed Are we willing To hear God's word And are we willing to go Today, I apologise if it's not a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year message, but I believe God wants us to be prepared. I believe he wants us to be prepared in our hearts, he wants our ears to be prepared so that we can hear from him what's coming next, so that we'll be willing to go and do what he asks us to do and what's coming next. This morning... I do wish you a happy, joyous Merry Christmas, but my prayer is that you'll seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and that he will add all the stuff to you. So this morning, can I ask you, are you willing to prepare your heart? Are you willing to prepare your ears? Are you willing to go? Let's pray. Father, I thank you that you are God, that you are faithful, Father. I thank you that you have a plan and you have a purpose for every one of our lives and Lord, I pray that we would be prepared to lay our plans to lay our dreams to play, to lay our will, our heart before you, Lord, that we would give it all to you, Father, Lord, that we would take up your plan, your purpose, Lord, that we would people, we would be people that would say, whatever the cost, Lord, I will go. And Lord, we just thank you for your faithfulness to us. We pray, Father God, that Lord, as we worship you, as we give to you, then you will take care of us. You will work everything out for our good, Lord. And we give you all the praise and glory today. In Jesus' name, amen.